where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. I love studying about God's attributes and character because the more I know what he's like, the more I can trust him to work all things together for my good and his glory. Then the more I trust him, the more he shows me what he's like personally. One of my favorite attributes of God is victorious. I think sometimes we don't even realize where the real battlefront is, and we may not even see it until God wins the victory there. In many Old Testament battles, the point of the battle wasn't only the battle itself, but it was so that Israel would know what their God was like, victorious, faithful, worthy of worship, stronger than any other gods, and so they would trust him more. Or the battle might be so that their enemy would know that the God of Israel is the one true God and there is no other. Also, God goes about each battle in a different way. He's so creative. He drowned the Egyptian army in Exodus. He struck the Syrians blind in Second Kings. He made the walls of Jericho fall down when the Israelites walked around them. And then my favorite, he made the enemy armies destroy one another in Second Chronicles. Sometimes we have to fight a battle, but God gives miraculous help, like when he fought the Amalekites with the Israelites, and the Israelites won as long as Moses' hand was raised in the air, or when the sun stood still and God threw down large stones from heaven that killed more of the enemies than the Israelite army did. But other times, God makes it clear that it's his battle. He's kind of like a big brother fighting a bully, saying, Don't be afraid of this guy. You stand behind me and watch what I can do. Your enemy is my enemy. They'll be sorry they ever picked on you. He did that in Exodus, whenever the Israelite army was backed up against the Red Sea. He told Moses to say to them, Fear not, stand firm and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you only have to be silent. He told Jehoshaphat about the same thing in 2 Chronicles 20. Jehoshaphat prayed, Lord, we are powerless against this great horde that's coming against us. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Isn't that a beautiful prayer? This is God's response. Thus says the Lord to you, Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed of this great horde. For the battle is not yours, but God's. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm and hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, and the Lord will be with you. Other times, God tells his chosen leader, Go ahead and fight. Don't be afraid. Be bold. I will give you victory. He did that with David and Goliath. David boldly announced to everyone, Goliath included. He said, This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you down and cut your head off. And I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that the Lord saves not with the sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hand. 
When Gideon was afraid and not able to bring himself to trust the Lord, God even used an enemy soldier that Gideon overheard talking. He found out that even the enemy knew that God would give them into Gideon's hand. The battle you are in today may have many fronts. You may be completely overwhelmed, but you're not alone. You belong to a victorious God. He's fighting with you and for you. No matter what the battle, he will emerge victorious in the end. It's his battle too. He may do some surprising things, some miraculous things, or he may give you the strength and boldness to conquer. Your part is always to stand firm. Have faith in him. Don't waver. Don't fear, but trust. Our God is victorious. He's shown it time and again throughout the Bible, not only in actual battles with physical combat, but in spiritual battles as well. You remember how cowardly the disciples were? That night in the garden, they deserted Jesus. Peter, who followed far behind, ended up denying Jesus three times before the night was over. Only one of them, John, attended his crucifixion, and Jesus found them after the resurrection, locked in a room, afraid. These are the same men who a month and a half later would preach and tell the multitudes that they'd killed their own Messiah, and 3,000 people believed in him that day. What was the difference? It was the Holy Spirit. By ourselves, we are anything but victorious. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, who he has implanted in us, who is with us at all times, we too can be victorious. Whether it's getting victory over an alcohol or drug addiction, whether it's getting victory over an attitude, or even just being kind to that cranky neighbor, the Holy Spirit can work in our hearts and in our circumstances, changing us and changing those around us. Through Him, we can be victorious. How has God led you in victory? I'd love to hear your story. You can contact me at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. I'm Carla Early. Thanks for listening. And remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.